This is SBS Audio. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Settlement Guide podcast, your ultimate resource for navigating life in Australia. Whether you've just arrived, have been living here for years, were born in Australia, or are planning to move here soon, this series is for you. I'm Maram Smail, your host, and in today's episode, we delve into the importance of cross-cultural friendships and their many benefits. Yeah, we're quite happy about international students' experience. However, the biggest regret is that we made no local friends. While it's natural to gravitate towards individuals who share similar cultural backgrounds as recent migrants or international students, imagine the possibilities that await when we dare to expand our social horizons. These connections can enrich our perspectives and foster a deeper sense of belonging in a new country. So when you limit yourself just to your cultural background, you potentially limit and exclude some of the most meaningful relationships that you potentially could develop. So, is your friend's circle limited to people from your cultural background? The migration experience can be lonely, so seeking comfort and companionship from familiar people is natural. However, stepping outside our cultural bubble exposes us to different points of view and strengthens our sense of empathy. Cross-cultural friendships also highlight our commonalities says friendship and migration expert Dr. Harriet Westcott. When people who have migrated come to Australia, they would certainly very often connect over the experiences of migration. There are different forms of migration, so the reasons why people have migrated might be different. And people's migration passage can be quite varied. So asking people about their experiences can be useful, but it can also be traumatic. So it might be something that you want to be sensitive about in friendship. According to Professor Catherine Gomez, an expert in communication within diverse communities at RMIT University, as new residents, we tend to seek comfort in individuals who share similar thoughts and beliefs. However, this preference can also have its downsides. The problem is that you're not expanding beyond the silo that you are caught in. So in a silo, especially when we think about getting information, what happens is that you think the same way as I do. So when it comes to information and perspective about living in your destination countries, what then happens is whatever my friend knows is what I know. And that becomes quite problematic because you're not actually understanding about how you are going to be living in this foreign country. What if we find ourselves in a critical situation and need assistance? How do we respond? Professor Gomez explained that one of the most important reasons for cross-cultural socialization is the exchange of information. This is probably the best example. Whenever you ask someone, what's the number to call for an emergency? Many people on instinct will tell you whatever number that they are familiar with. I come from Singapore, so to me, automatically it's 999. I don't automatically think it's triple zero. Having sort of people outside of that silo, you get to know information that's actually really quite critical to living in your destination country. International students commonly report that they experience less culture shock and feel better adjusted when they make local friends. However, 
Professor Gomez hears many Chinese international students reporting that they have no friends outside of the Chinese circle. Even their friends' friends are Chinese. So they are stuck in what she describes as a whirlwind. They always say, yeah, we're quite happy about international students' experience. However, the biggest regret is that we made no local friends. And that's the thing that they constantly bring back with them. And that's the thing they lose out on. Because if they actually widen their circles, their experiences would be different. But to be fair to a lot of migrants, especially temporary migrants, it's actually really hard for them to make local friends. Locals, too should recognize newly arrived individuals' struggles and the importance of being welcoming. Being friendly and giving people the benefit of the doubt can go a long way to forming friendships. Dr. Westcott again. Because friendship's a voluntary relation where we might be wanting to make friends with people, but they might not want to be friends with us. That's not necessarily about us. It's just about the fact that their lives are busy. So if we just maintain that open spirit and treat it like a journey, we will meet people who are interested eventually. People born and raised in Australia can exist in a cultural bubble too. Former Russian international student Max Tekichinko observed this harsh reality when he arrived. In their formative years, they formed their own relationships, and it's really hard to undo. So when you hear some international students or migrants commenting on that it's a bit hard for them to break into those social circles, I understand those challenges. I've been through them. But I must say that commenting on someone's self-imposed limitations is a very poor excuse for limiting yourself. So... What compelled Mr. Takachinko to explore friendships outside his cultural bubble? It really came down to curiosity and meaningful relationship because it's like thinking of a kid in a candy store. They never go for a single type of candy. They want to try everything. And when it comes to Australia, you can have a cultural candy store just on the same street. So why just limit yourself? Just go out and try. When it comes to meaningful relationships, we have to realize we make those relationships with a person regardless of their nationality or ethnicity. So when you limit yourself just to your cultural background, you potentially limit and exclude some of the most meaningful relationships that you potentially could develop. Friendships outside our national, cultural, or ethnic circles show us different ways to experience a sense of belonging, says Professor Gomez. If you have friends who are Australian, for example, that sense of belonging is actually much greater. Now, if you're hanging out with people who are exactly the same as you, you're not immersing yourself in the experiences of the place that you are in, but rather you are just moving from your home country to wherever the scenery looks a bit different. That's about it. Cross-cultural friendships teach us other ways of thinking and doing. Professor Gomez identifies as a Eurasian born in Singapore. On arriving in Australia, she found the most value in connecting with people different to her. I actually went out to talk to anyone. It's important to get to know the people that you are going to be close to. If you're a migrant, you're getting to know people who are different to you, who are going to be your next-door neighbors, who are going to be the people that you are lining up for groceries. Then you get to know different kinds of perspectives. You also get to know the place better. So it's not just about keeping within the community that you feel safe. It's actually going out in order to understand the wider community that you you have now become part of. When it comes to bursting that cultural bubble, people talk about fear and how difficult this process can be, says Mr. Takachinko. It's like what you fear is the things you're going to miss out on the other side of the fear. Have you ever seen a kid learning to walk? It's one of the most difficult skills that we ever learn, but we never see a toddler give up. They try and try and try, and then they walk and they run. So I say just push through the fear and get to the fun stuff. 
You just gotta get out there, crack a joke, break the ice, and very soon it won't matter whether the person is Australian born or they came here. We're all Aussies, you know, so just get out there, chuck a shrimp on the barbie, crack the beer open, have fun. Don't let fear get in the way of forming beneficial and possibly long-lasting friendships. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by Melissa Campignoni, hosted by me, Maram Smail. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. SBS Audio.